podcast. <laughs> After the, bathroom, the parody of last week. It is I, Christian Black. <laughs> I have not lost my voice, but oh my God, look at this. Today, look at this. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2018. Yes. And I'll be posting this podcast today. Okay, I was like, you're oh, that happens very, very rarely. Uh, the fact, the last time was October 27th. When, when we kept saying October 27th, yeah, so over and over you're again. welcome <laughs> to say January, January 25th, 2018. 2018. January 25th, 2018. The day we all died. Oh, what if we did? And this actually was like our last recorded piece of existence. Uh, we should people, say something important. People would think that we all led very unfulfilling lives <laughs> where there was so much left for us all to do. Yeah, but I'd agree. It is indeed an all-new black cast featuring me, mm. Christian Blatt at yeah. Christian DMZ, and as last week with Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. Yeah, and uh, Captain BMT himself. D DMT. DMT. Captain D BLT. Captain well, no, that, that's <laughs> Captain that's, BLT minus the L and T. Actually, like Cap Captain BLT is Bujenski. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh. He's working out again. Uh, Listen, uh, Jeff so and I had a conversation. Mm. We're voting you off of the show. Oh, thank God. <laughs> the Black Cast is no. We're going to keep the name The Black Please Cast. Please do. Yes, absolutely. But now it's just going to be me and Jeff. All right. You know, and there are a lot of people listening right now nodding and saying, like, that sounds great. Felix, yeah. we're going to have Felix replace you. I mean, he's... just going to talk nonsense he's, into the microphone. He's very funny and, it's you know... a generational know, show. He yeah. actually speaks now. Does I he? mean, he can string sentences together. It's a lot of things like, I don't like that idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> like you, Daddy. I, don't I mean, like yeah. I got like, like all we need from him to get yeah. on the Vladcast. Uh -huh. I don't uh, like you. Yeah. I, I got, I got an, I got an. I don't like you, Daddy. Yesterday, which oh. was heartwarming, and uh, so I think it's high time. And then you know, when the time's right, Felix and Lucy can do the cast together. That's true. You know, I, I mean, we'll all want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Uh, how was it? I mean, you look, you do your own <laughs> podcast already, and you work on a multitude of others. Sure, but. Very rarely have you been a part of something as prestigious as the Black Cast, and you, you know you were in the captain's chair, you know, and uh, we were sharing the captain. Jeff was I was on Jeff's lap. Oh, really? And then halfway through, we switched, so he was on well, my lap. My first criticism is I wouldn't know that he sat on your lap because you forgot to take a picture. Yes, I did. <laughs> when I was like, hey, we recorded, you're like, wait, did you get a picture? I was like, nope. <laughs> and look, I it's, not like, there, it's not like there aren't plenty of pictures of the two of you, but yeah. I decided to use a uh, fun drug theme picture anyway, mm -hmm. yes. which was interesting that you guys talked so much about drugs. Yes, but, we did. Uh, there'll, there'll I be a little expect bit, that. A little but... bit of drug talk uh, this week because okay. I felt left out. You're not cool. Um, you don't do drugs. Yeah. Now, what have you done recently? I, of course, really appreciate you guys doing that. It was fun for me to listen to, and uh, I resisted most urges to edit it, but I ended up shaving about a minute off of it. Okay. Just that there was some coughing and you know a couple yeah. of things where I was just like, I can't leave it in. The racism. You yeah. Have to take yeah. No, 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 no. The, race, the racism. I actually added some extra racism. In. And if you could see Those skinhead, clips you have in a folder yeah. that's like extra in breaking case of glass for extra oh, we racism. Have, we have a bunch of those actually. Yeah. Not, they're not racism, but we have a bunch of extra little snippets of files and things. Most of them with Jeff. But anyone who can see the thumbnail for this episode realizes that uh, Jeff has gone full white. Power. American history D. Yeah. <laughs> history D. Yeah. Well, what do you think the D stands for? What? This is uh, Deray. Oh, 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 I thought oh, it stood oh. for dick. 
Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> I mean, that's a good um, douchebag. It, it was great to listen to. It was a fun story. If you haven't listened to it yet, I don't know why you're listening to this one out of order. Maybe because out of loyalty to me, but that's not it. completely unnecessary. It's completely unnecessary. I assume that there'd be a couple people that tune in and were like, oh, there's no Christian. We're not going to do this. They only All tolerate right. if us. If anyone did that, please let me know. And uh, I will. I, I would will, like to talk uh, about arrange it. arrange a Black Cast t-shirt for someone that <laughs> legitimately did not listen. Because you are not Because I was not on it. Because no one, I don't have that kind of devotion. I don't have, what do you call them? Fans. You, you know, I have people kind of like me. People who sort of remember me from a radio show that hasn't been on for three years. You know, stuff like that. Sure. But I don't know. I don't know that I have fans. So, there's, I gave you one piece of homework for that episode that yes. you did. Yeah. And you did a... Fairly good job telling the story, oh. but you didn't <laughs> include my favorite part of the story, oh, which no. is what? Which is Jeff and Natasha. Okay, so wait, we'll super high yes. at New Year's Eve just yeah. to reset, and you're super high, and Jeff and Natasha are trying to calm you down. I thought I talked about no, you that. did it because th- you told me the story, and I laughed out loud when you told me <laughs> that. They're like, what are they saying? Like, calm they, down? I was in the or kitchen, just like, and just Jeff was like, or? you just got to relax into it and like, just enjoy and it like, and let go. No, and I was like, I, I don't want, yeah. I was like, I can't do that because <laughs> I can't remember anything that's happened 10 seconds before, and I can't relax and, because there's and people to me, here. That's the funniest thing is like you trying to get high, but like, no, I will not get high. Do not let me get high. I am not getting high. Jeff, that was the you frustrating can get thing. Extra high, but I'm not getting high. But uh, I actually, couldn't to, prevent myself from getting high, and that was a, that was unfortunate because I was like, "There's people here, and I have to be responsible. I can't." Did you really surrender. have to be responsible? I don't no. know. Not you really. Not yeah. have to not be really. It was, there were some guests at the party that I didn't. Want, I didn't want to like embarrass myself in front of. It, I wouldn't have. It some of your been fine. girlfriend's friends. Correct. Yeah. And uh, so, did you embarrass yourself in front of any of them? No. Was it the 22 year old? Was there a 22 year old? Uh, he made sure to let me know he was 22. No, it was not. Several Wait. times. <laughs> so oh, no, when, it was not him. <laughs> when you say 22 year old, I'm very interested and excited, uh, but it's a he? It's a boy. Why was a 22 year old boy allowed in your house? Agreed. As a young, as a friend of Rachel? 22 year old girl, absolutely. I'm He's pretty in... sure he was there to remind me of how old and pointless my life is. It's true. Right? Like now I've reached a new decade and it's pretty much all over for me yeah. because this guy's got a fresh start. Right. <laughs> I'm here. We just, we just turned 30, and now we have to surround ourselves with nothing but people in their early 20s in order to, to make tell us, us how feel. much we failed I by mean, not being superstars. I feel like internally I just entered my early 20s. So it only makes sense that that's the people that I socialize with. Well, I guess life change-wise and whatnot, you're sort of having a resurgence <laughs> of your early 20s, basically. Oh, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you know, look, you, you are in your early 30s. Mm. You are 30. And the idea of surgery. people in their 30s surrounding themselves with people who are in their 20s mm-hmm. uh, bespeaks the concept behind the black cast, <laughs> which has always <laughs> been uh, you know, one or two guys in their 30s when, when Ken was around. And then everybody else was in their 20s. Yeah. And uh, on this occasion, we're one day past it, but Will knows this because I told him earlier in the week. We, as the black cast, have now just celebrated five years of black cats, wow which is insane that is insane for something that That's a lot. for all intents and purposes really should have ended three years ago yes if not four <laughs> you know, or, or four and a half you know like once after the amazing spider-man 2 episode that yeah, really right should have been episode, the last so, one. because it was two hours and 15 minutes yeah but see if we stopped after that one then we wouldn't have gotten to 
the greatest black cast ever oh, told, which we right. posted a few weeks ago. That's right. And I believe, Captain Neo, you listened to I that did. episode. I so actually did. We and were, I, I listened to the drug episode, too. Mostly because I knew I was going to be in it a lot. So <laughs> just great. Like, this is, this listen is a, back to yourself. Hmm. This is a really good... I said? This is a really Jeff-heavy episode. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and listen to that one. I listened to the Tommy Wiseau story of mine <laughs> because I had forgotten so many details that I was like, so, I forgot about most of this shit. Was it that good was as a refresher? Story. Yeah, see, and... That was part of the thing too, because I saw you post on Twitter yeah. that somebody's like, "Wait, you know Tommy was also you like posted like a like a two tweet like response, or maybe yeah. it was on Facebook." And I was like, "No, no, just post the link to yeah, this." I did. This is no, no. I just I hadn't people, sent it to you, and that was my fault. At right, that right. Point. No, no. It's I fine. needed to send you the actual link where it was queued up to that story, but not that it wasn't fun to listen it to the group crew story, right? I know. That was well, you knew that story, but I knew that story, and it's also like. Um, I'm not going to get into it, but he definitely like lied a lot in his story to cover up all the really horrible shit he, that actually happened that he did. Whoa. Really? Like getting kicked off for being in like severe debt. He didn't get kicked off for jumping things. He got kicked off because he ran out of like... Sm- he had so he had gone so far into debt that they're like, you can't even afford to like drink the rest of the cruise. You got to get off. Now, that was not something that he told us. If David Bajanski ever runs for office. By the way, him jumping from balconies because he lost his sunglasses never added up to me. No. In fact, even listening to that episode, do I really sound convinced? I don't think so. Uh, So that's interesting. And then you hear him talking in that same thing about how, like, oh, yeah, I ran up a $10,000 debt. I don't have $10,000. Like, the explanation was already there. Right. You don't, wow. you don't get to stay on a cruise that costs all that money with a casino when you're like a degenerate gambler who can't stop yourself. But don't you? So, like, listen, I mean, don't, don't you hold really? back. No, no. <laughs> I love David, but that's, I mean, I don't that's... think he's ever hidden that as one no, of his vices. Like, he's got a, a gambling addiction. Don't go on a cruise with a casino if you've got a gambling addiction. He's, he, is he still gambling? I don't know. I hope not. I remember one time I went to the Hustler Casino with him. I watched him take out $1,000. He mm-hmm. bought both of us an old-fashioned at the bar, and then he promptly lost all of that $1,000 in <laughs> under 30 minutes mm-hmm. and turned and looked at me and said, those are some great $500 old-fashions. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've and seen him win a bunch of times. speechless. We went outside, and we had a cigarette, as I tend to do some, from time to time when I'm with Bajinski. When you're, and you're, when you're with a friend who you watch lose $1,000? <laughs> yeah, and I was, like, stress-smoking, and I was like... I can't believe like what I just went like a thousand dollars even now is still like a lot of money to me and so like to watch him like pull it out and just lose it I was like what what ju-? I like couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that that just happened in such a short amount of time yeah I was like I could have done so many things why don't you just give me that thousand dollars I could have done so much with it I, I can't relate to it but my understanding of it is like for people who have that addiction Pulling out a thousand dollars and blowing it like that is the same thing as like taking a hit from a crack pipe. Like and it gets this amazing rush for them to like risk it all like that. Right. And he kind of loves the idea of being able to say like, "Hey, those are some great five hundred right? dollar old fashioned." Yeah. Was that that was so long ago? Was that after we went to see Frank Caliendo? I believe yeah. it was. So yeah. that harkens back to around the, Christmas time. The original picture. Yes. Of, that is the picture of the original Black Cast right. cast. Back to Black Cast number one, although that was not I, I, number one. We're talking about how we're going to go see Frank Caliendo. Yeah. So yeah, it all comes full circle. We uh, we pulled over on the side of the road and peed on a Christmas tree. Man, 
because you needed to use the bathroom. Because he hate Christmas. See, it was uh, it was late January though. Yeah. It was after Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Jeff. My guess and my hope is that his new like the constant appearances and all the stuff that he's got now with his new job yeah. makes it hard for him to go spend like a full night yeah. gambling um, away yeah. after so he's hammered and stuff. Right. Here's the thing about that is I know that in the month of February he's going to be in Vegas for work. So yeah, that so, I mean, he's still hitting up Vegas and all that stuff, but at least the difference before is like, oh, you get sent out to Vegas and you're going to work the board for an hour or two during the show, and then you have that entire rest of the trip to do whatever you want. Whatever. Right. Now he's the personality, so he's got to do the interviews, he's got to do this, that, and the other thing. So I just know that there's more demands on his time, and like as a friend, I'm just hoping that that's enough is, to keep him occupied. Is he officially the personality? Is it Graham Well, I'm actually really glad that you used the term personality and didn't call him talent, because <laughs> it just would have seemed really inappropriate. Yeah. By, by all accounts. Uh, I mean, it is the Graham in the Morning Show. He's David from the Graham in the Morning Show. Right. It's not Graham and David. Hmm. It, it it is still the Graham show, uh, at least as far as I can understand. But uh, Graham Norton, we're talking about here, right? Uh, yeah, of course, yes. hosts the country music. Yeah, Graham Norton talk <laughs> show. Yeah. I do love country. I music. love. I fucking love country so much. <laughs> I'm a you big Travis bastard. I'm a big Travis Tritt fan. Is he still around? Eh? So, uh, but I was actually uh, communicating with our friend uh, yes. Jensky because I'm uh, trying to coordinate the long gestating idea of uh, the. Uh, Hermosa weekend. Almost long uh, as the child gestates. It's it, longer. It's, it's only nine months. It's like an elephant gestation. And I've, I've decided, and, and my, my wife's not caught up, so she won't know this. Uh, by the time she hears this, she'll know this. I was thinking one of the things I want to ask for, for my birthday. Yeah. Is, you know, it's not a financial, it's something that you have to go out and buy. Mm -hmm. It's um, just some time where I can be an irresponsible jackass, yeah. just cut loose a little bit. And as we all know, there's only one person that <laughs> fits the bill of sort of the ringleader of that kind of three-ring circus, right. and that, of course, is Brzezinski. And Will, you and David have the same weekend free towards the end of February. Yes. Uh, February 24th, right around there. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, hopefully you're around. I make time. You make it. time. I quit whatever Originally, I have. <laughs> you, this, you had proposed this when I was single. When I just got, you were like, we need to have a Bujenski thing. We just get Yeah, let's do it. Which I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, I have two kids now. So <laughs> Also, to, no, be fair, I mean, to be fair, you met Rachel sooner than I thought you were going to find somebody. Listen, I know. I met yeah. her sooner than I thought I was going to yeah. find somebody. Yeah, I mean, from the night that we were out at not called Mr. Furley's, but let's just... Oh, it's called Mr. Furley's, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's not Mr. Roper's. So from the night that we were out then, it was like less than a month yeah. because I met her on Halloween. So yeah. it was really... There were only a couple of weeks where we could have squeezed that in with single Will. Right. So... I feel like it's probably better that you're not single Will going to Hermosa mm. because if you did accomplish your goals... Uh, on that weekend, you'd have probably like a five and seven chance of getting herpes down in Hermosa. <laughs> that shit is dirty. Well, with yeah. a forty-five-year-old woman, with every fucking nasty. Yeah. I mean, I feel like just from a toilet seat where, yeah. it, and and even if you flip it up to pee, yeah. just touching it, you're oh, just yeah. the herpes wafting yeah. to you. Just, so yeah. I know that it seems like confusing because it's like a, a beach city, but mm -hmm. the crabs that they're famous for. <laughs> Not the kind you eat. <laughs> Wait a minute. So that so that King girl. Crab. So that forty-eight year old lady who said she wanted to give me some crab cakes. Mm -hmm. That's not what no, she was talking no, about. No, no. Man, maybe we shouldn't take this. No, I think <laughs> I think it would be fun. We could do a, a sort of an official blackcast five year and one month. Yeah. Uh, we we should of, definitely meet up somewhere and split the Uber. Yeah. No one is driving, and. 
Right. Well, especially I can't drive my car because two car seats in it now. So it's uh, I could sit in the car seat. Yeah, that's true. You probably could roll up to the club. Strap car you seats in. in the back. Uh, so the the thought though, just the the acknowledgement of sort of some of these festivities. We're not doing a special episode. We do enough special episodes when we we hit big numbers. Uh, but getting together with Bujenski, I think that will be uh, an occasion to record some. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do it on Facebook Live or uh, YouTube or something. Mm. We'll figure that part out. Um, but we got to do it early in the night, mm-hmm. and then again, really late in the night. When we're hammered. Yeah, like blackout drunk. <laughs> like, I want to look and be like, what are, what are all these notifications on a Facebook Live video I did at 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> I, I, oh my God! How dick is that? Have fun sorting through that audio. I did that with Brandy Glanville for an episode of her podcast, yeah. which we call Drinking and Tweeting. Sure. We drink and read tweets, and she responds to people's questions. We got plastered the second time we did it yeah that i had like over two hours worth of content that i cut down to 44 minutes and i i know the answer to this because i heard you <laughs> I talk about listen. it or maybe you t- did you mention this on the blackcast actually i think you did last week that you woke up yeah, yeah which yeah. i thought was amazing yeah you just woke up like oh i guess i did a podcast with a uh she was a real housewife right? yeah yeah with a real housewife yeah yeah um so you know interesting thing though about sorting through audio on facebook live I did that last year when we all got together for the Super Bowl and mm. I recorded an episode of the Black Cast at my house, mm-hmm. which we are not doing. This That's year. right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we can't do that no. because I have two kids. It's, right. it's too much. You it's just want... too much. Yeah. Um, but I did like Jeff playing video games for the first half of the Super Bowl yeah. and then watching the good half. I mean, <laughs> That's how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I watch the bad part? Were you playing the Star Wars game? Always. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing it now. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I think that uh, that's a little something we can look forward to in the near future. Uh, you know, I'm sure Bujenski is going to get booked to open up a supermarket in Corona or something. But for yeah. right now, that's kind of the loose plan. Is at the end of February we're going to have uh, some special events. And you know, look, the Blackcation has kind of stalled. Listening to the older episodes reminded me that the Blackcation <laughs> planning yeah. has kind of taken a backseat to me. I don't know, raising a family. Ew. I guess. But gross. that, you know, you can create your own blackcation. You can join us out mm-hmm. in Hermosa at the end of February. Let us know. Uh, Matt and KC that, you know, he'll he'll handle the accommodations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going to drive here. out in a, in a Winnebago. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to very quickly speak about the math of five years of Blackcast. So if you do 52 times five, you'll get 260. And here we are. It's Blackcast number 262. Whoa. So somehow, even though there are months where we did no episodes, we're actually ahead of where we should be Great. in five years. We could just take a couple weeks off then. Well, we have done <laughs> that, but it's been a long time since I've taken any weeks off because, uh, well, there used to be a lot more views and downloads and things. It's kind of um, plateaued, as we say, mm. in the podcasting industry. How do you, how do you, you know, as someone yeah, who's a podcast expert, say. I think plateaus. I used that word with, to you yesterday about a different About a different podcast show. that we won't mention who is the host. No, no, just, the, just that's how podcasts usually go. Like, you build a listenership, and then you yeah. kind of just hold. I think that our numbers are a little inflated from when the radio show ended. We mm. did a podcast every day for, yeah. like, two weeks, yeah. if Jeff remembers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, well, I remember doing, having to cut those and also cut shows. Yeah, and, like, and I do your day job. Yeah, yeah. and you guys are like... And you, it wasn't like you were like pressuring me or anything, but you were like, "Hey, do you have like three weeks worth of shows and podcasts on?" And I was like, "Not yet. <laughs> give me, give me another hour. Okay. I'm, I'm working on it." And then the worst was that we stopped coming in. Yeah, but yep. you, uh, you got to hang out with Zach Sang and the gang, and we've oh, talked that's about. Right. We've told some of those stories yeah. about. I mean, it, it was good that you guys stopped coming in because uh, a large reason why I hadn't gotten my work done it was is because of the podcast. 
not just not really even the black cast like partly because i would i would want to socialize with you guys yeah. but really because ken wouldn't leave me alone <laughs> like ken, <laughs> ken wouldn't let me do my work most yeah. of the time he'd be like hey did you see the thing oh what's on the tv oh she's hot and i'm like who's that oh it's some lady who murdered people and now i think she's hot yeah she's cool but to be fair like, she what? was she was probably hot yeah sure yeah. okay i just wanted to yeah you know, you know he's many things but he's not wrong about hot not, chicks yeah. he might he might be wrong about looking the other way for some of their history he might have a lorena bobbitt fetish but <laughs> <laughs> that is an old reference wow. well i got do you know who that is do you know do you know who lorena bobbitt is will no i do not i'm just gonna uh, laugh have you ever heard of have you ever heard of john wayne bobbitt yes he is the gentleman who had his um, member yes. removed right. by Lorena Bobbitt. A pair of scissors? What? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. For, so, because he couldn't get her off, slash, yeah. uh, he was cheating on her or something. Yeah. And so she Both was, of those like, things were true. So yeah. sexually frustrated, she cut his dick off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did he it. die? No. no. No, no, no. Were they and, able to reattach it? Yes. I think, I think and, they put like a big toe on instead and, or something like. So no, a replacement, no, no. but it they, wasn't. They did, they did reattach it. I don't think it really worked, but uh. I didn't see it. But I know that whatever year, say like 94, uh, Howard Stern did a New Year's Eve pay-per-view special. And they basically pulled money together and they paid him to show the scar. Oh. I have not seen it. No, I don't care No, to. thank you. But I know it has right been now. shown. What, are you going to go find it? Yeah. Fuck. All right, that's uh, cool. Don't show it to me, but you can find it. Yeah. There was a movie in like the 90s called a Fat Attack of the Five Foot Two Women or something, and it was literally a movie oh, about that. Yeah. Tanya Harding and Lorena Bobbitt. It was yeah. like the two of them, and it was just like it told each of their stories of like these crazy women, and, and I just, so I'll never uh, forget that story. You know, Jeff, I realize that we live in the times of, you know. Oh, he was me, a porn star. He was a porn star. He became actor. a porn star later. Oh. Yeah. I know we live in the times of, you know, Me Too and Time's Up, but you don't have to be redundant and say crazy woman. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of inherent when you just say woman. I Fair enough. I feel like it's worth pointing out. Yeah. I don't mean to do this in any way that uh, gets us derailed, but I saw a tweet <laughs> from a, uh, a regular listener of ours. So 22 that, minutes in is when we get derailed. Great. <laughs> Go ahead. That was very pro-woman, and I was like, Really? Where's the, uh, where's the flip side of that? Where's like, the Where's the, yeah, it was... Uh, I think something about uh, a well-done job by Greta Gerwig. And I was like, all right, where's the sexist part? <laughs> yeah, what, I, I, I remember seeing that, and I felt like I just didn't get it. Me either. I was like, okay. where's, the, where's the joke? Yeah, where's that was, somebody tweeted that at the bucket. By the way, uh, how's that search for uh, John Wayne Bobbitt's uh, uh, scar? Did not gun? yield the scar, couldn't find the scar, but I saw what looked like a shriveled, severed piece of a penis. Hmm. Being held up in court uh, by no, a man with glasses. No, his name is Jeff. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to find this, uh, but I guess they no they they did put the word blackcast in there. Uh, oh, let's give credit to our friend Dominicus Saxon. Just listening to episode 261, and so far I have to admit that this is the one where Christian DMZ really shines. Thanks, Dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Big friend. Superb job, Mr. Blast, because it was the blasted cast. Yeah. Just kidding. He's a loser because he thought the birth of his daughter was worth not showing up. Just kidding. Congrats, man. Okay, when you say just kidding that many yeah. times, it makes me think you're not kidding. Yeah. Can I take I'm back the t-shirt about I gave you? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about taking back the t-shirt, but I'm not kidding, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kidding about kidding. Totally kidding about kidding. Uh, I can't. I can't find that uh, that tweet. This was a this, so. This was a listener who tweeted this legitimate compliment, not tongue in cheek. Apparently, wow. and that's why I was like very confused by it because I was like, that never <laughs> happens. That's not your mo. You know what? Let's give props to women. Yeah, in the industry. Go for, women. Well, it was, the best part is I saw it right after I had clicked on um, 
They're going to know who they are when they listen to this. Of course they are. Uh, I clicked on, it was one of the U.S. gymnastics people talking about oh, yeah. the doctor okay, and Larry, like all those. Yeah. yeah, it was, oh my God, what a horrific story. Jesus fucking Christ. I was listening to The Daily this morning, like a news podcast, and, and they just like, did a deep you know, dive the, on it. And, you know, a lot of times, I don't know, people complain about activist judges and things and judges who get too involved. But, you know, when it's a case like that yeah. and the judge just is like, yeah, uh, fuck this letter. Yeah, you're you a piece of shit. Yeah. I hope you rise I'm like, yes, forever. that's what I want out of my judge. That's a very appropriate response. Yeah. It's like, I don't care that you feel bad about this. That's the fucking point, you yeah. asshole. Yeah. You're supposed to feel bad. Girls, yeah. so It's crazy. like the reason that they're telling us and you how yeah. much you hurt them is because you fucking hurt them. Right. So sit down, yeah. shut up, and take it because <laughs> yeah. you're about to get raped way harder oh, man. for way longer. <laughs> And I'm so glad for it because yeah. you deserve it in every way. Yeah. And, and the, the, wait, can I just say one last thing? The thing that really set me off with this story is that it's at Michigan State, mm -hmm. and all this abuse that this woman is talking about all happened after the Jerry Sandusky story. So within the Big Ten conference, yeah. another school has a child molester being protected by the administration. Right. For almost another decade after we just had a massive scandal where a child molester was protected by the administration, like, how does that happen? How I are know, you I know one, And by the way, look, it's terrible They're that it happened. Brilliant. No one thinks to get in front of that. You know, after the Sandusky things happen, you're like, oh, shit, you know, we have that thing. We got to, no, we'll just wait around for like four years and uh, have it, you know, blow up on us. Um, yeah, I was uh, I was at the gym. Thank you. I am you know looking a lot more buff. Thank you for mm -hmm. noticing. I was at the gym yesterday Ripped. during that uh, yeah, beefcake. Totally swole. beefcake. <laughs> Definitely swole. <laughs> As Jeff takes off a sweatshirt, dick. Uh, tank but, top on. <laughs> that's what Will used to always do. Will used to wear a tank top to everything. Let me just oh, get ready true. for the podcast. Uh, and I was watching. I was just sort of watching it, and you know the the guy, the doctor, uh, former doctor. Uh, current, you know, future cum pillow for a guy in prison. Um, <laughs> current, future cum, cum pillow. I mean, that's what he's going to be. He's Larry not a doctor anymore. Dumpster <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to call him a cum dumpster, but dumpsters are kind of sturdy. They yeah. look more they like they a pillow. Very yeah. Serve a purpose. He's going to get crushed and it's all gonna be smushed like up. crispy sock. And he's I the saw the side of the cum pillow. <laughs> That's the unofficial title of this episode. <laughs> the warm side of the cum pillow. What about the uh, the, yeah, the the mint on the cum pillow in the morning? Oh, well, only at your finer yes. prisons. <laughs> yes. Oh, and by mint, I mean a turd. <laughs> but I was looking, and this guy was speaking, and you know, it's like the microphone wasn't working or something, and it's like, all right, good. Even the microphone doesn't want to hear your bullshit. But yeah. they like they like let him talk anyway. I was reading it on closed captioning, so I didn't uh, really get to you know, get the full impact of it. But I was like, why does he get to talk? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess everybody gets to talk. I mean, Manson gets to talk. Well, not anymore. But, you know, he <laughs> used to. I, I can't 100% know Gilbert Godfrey, mm -hmm. yeah. the duck from Affleck. I would uh, like used to, to do. Be, uh, used to be. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to have him voice over all of Larry's. Anything he says, <laughs> they just use <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Ah! girl! It's like, do that um, voice over <laughs> for it. Perfect. In a... In a <laughs> In a different uh, political and sociological climate, I might talk about some texts that I was exchanging yesterday with Ken and Vujensky, but I don't think it's fair. Oh. I, it's not as inappropriate as you might think, but it might have, you know, crossed a line that is not worth getting into here. But no. at no point did we 
applaud anything that the doctor did. For sure. Here's my impression of somebody that we know uh, who, if they knew Larry Nassar. See? I knew it. I knew it was coming. I told you. I told you it was happening. I told you it was on its way. I knew it. I'm just breaking balls. <laughs> just breaking balls. Here. Just breaking balls. I don't know who that is. It didn't sound breaking like Larry Nassar's boss. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a terrible ball. story, and every once in a while a terrible story has an ending. There's no happy ending in this, and I don't mean the pun. I mean, obviously, what people mean by happy ending. It's not really happy, but at least for those victims, they get to see, like, oh, yeah, yeah, 175 years, and right. the judge said, I just signed your death warrant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that happened. Which is awesome to hear. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, she said everything that, like, everybody would want to say. You know what I mean? Like, when I was listening to the story, I was like, man, there's so much shit I would want to say to him. And then the judge, like, said all this stuff. And I was like, nice. Cool. Yeah. I feel. Thanks, I feel, Judge. It's like, yeah. this is one of those cases where it's, it's unambiguous. Like, right. what you did was knowingly try to destroy the lives of many, many people right. over a long period of time. Right. You know, there, it's. It's um, uh, it's almost tantamount to like the spotlight story in my mm-hmm. mind, where it's like, no, you're not just um, committing sexual assault. You're mm-hmm. also destroying these people's abilities to associate good with all their hard work and right. all their achievements. Right. Thanks. Yeah. So you did derail us. You said I don't want to derail you. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a. Well, I think I think it's an interesting conversation. Obviously, that's what it's all about. On the Black Cats is attempts at interesting conversation, and let's see, 262 episodes, uh, probably like 35 of them have been pretty good. Interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, I cobbled together some material from two of the better stories we've ever told, and as we touched upon it, uh, Jeff, you listened all the way through. Mm-hmm. You heard the Groove Crew story where you found some uh, hashtag some fake news. Oh, fake, fake news! news yeah. There's some definite fake news in there, <laughs> which is great. I uh, filed that away for something that we can talk about. I was looking for my sunglasses. Okay, I jumped over the side of the railing to get my sunglasses. Okay. Nobody knows more about sunglasses than me. Okay? Very important. Um, but <laughs> as you listen to those two stories, were you just taken aback by just how less good the Black Cats used to be before you were involved? Uh, no, it, it reminded me how I have once again stepped in to crush the souls and hearts and ruin another. I mean, there was a there was a period of time where like you were new to the podcast and we were like, yeah. oh, he's replacing David, which was no, which was not... Uh, which is not fair to you that, <laughs> no. that, that we thought you were that terrible of a person uh, that you'd be pre- replacing David. But it, and also, now, in fairness, I played into that role because you, you guys were like, oh, you're the new David. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I hate black uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now... There was legitimately a point, I'll let you finish here, there was legitimately a point where Heather, my wife, would listen to the podcast and she'd be like, yeah, Jeff's really smart. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I know. He's, yeah. he's not Bojenski. What were you going right. to say? Uh, that, like... Now, Brzezinski is actually only in like what, maybe thirty episodes. No, he's in. Um, he was around for ninety nine of them. Actually. Was he really yeah. that yeah. many? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I didn't. Because well, we did that many. I so. didn't even come in until at least like eighties, nineties. Yeah, and he was oh. still. Yeah, like he put you to work. Like you had to do Black Cats one hundred, the Black Academy Awards, which I would still love to do another one, but one hundred. One hundred. Yeah. yeah, we kept it one hundred. We kept it a hundred. Yeah, and, we, and then you know, only a few years later, we kept it two hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just you know, uh, one day maybe we'll keep it three hundred, but there's got to be an end at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just can't we'd be in like our sixties and like. Well, we could. 
I mean, I would like to. Black Hats 2000. Keep it a thousand. <laughs> oh, who, who wouldn't want to do Black Hats 2000? Oh, Bujenski, but other than that. And the Black Hats 2000. But any other takeaways from listening to that uh, Cobbled Together uh, episode? Uh, one of my lazy I, episodes that I put up uh, at the uh, beginning of the year. I legit had a little point of disappointment where I was like, I could have been friends with someone who is a star of a Tommy Wiseau show. Yeah, it's true. And I am not. And I threw it away. I threw the opportunity away. Oh, hi, Jeff. How are you? Oh, oh hi. You know, hearing James Franco do the voice so often, that makes me... I've been doing it a lot myself in car. In the car, I drive. But it's so much better. What are you doing? So much James better. Franco. James Franco, sexual harasser. I listen to... Uh, He's not even yeah. nominated for Oscar. You touch, you touch girl where they don't want to be touched, okay? So you get fired. That will happen. It's what happened. You get fired when you do when the hand is placed it's not supposed to be. Everyone know penis go in belly button, <laughs> not vagina. That there, is harassment. There is like plane of existence, except there is like a plane where penis goes, and that plane is above the lower plane. It's the middle one, and penis goes into that plane. Oh hi Rick. <laughs> oh hi Mark. Oh hi, oh, hi Mark. Mark. Oh, I'll hi, Jeff. Whole, I'll do a whole episode of Tommy Wiseau. Oh, please? <laughs> oh, hi, Christian. How are you? Well, not now. Oh. Uh, do that another time. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I listened to... Yeah, uh, so what, what were the biggest takeaways for you listening to... And after are you seen one the of those movie? People, are you one of those people who doesn't like to hear your own voice? Because I hate to hear my own voice. No, I listen to my own voice Cause I, I a listen, ton. I listen to my episode with Chris Claremont probably about once a year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I... Just to, just to give you something to Here's, here's some news, actually. Uh, I'm scheduling another one very soon. I'm going to be doing it for one of the AfterBuzz networks. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's agreed to come on. We were all set up to, uh, it's like, oh, great, the new Mutants movie's going to come out. Great, oh. I've got all the new Mutant stuff to talk to Chris Claremont about. Oh, the new Mutants movie's going to come out next year. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you can still chat with him. There's yeah, still a lot to talk about. But uh, So anyway, I'm excited about that. Are you going anyway, to be like, hey, mister, how's it going? <laughs> you hey, fella, I know. my favorite X-Men. Yeah. Hey, fella. <laughs> hey, mister. Uh, and also, by the way, coming up in uh, next week, it will be a conversation I had with my friend Brad, who long-time podcast listeners know, mm-hmm. uh, we went really in-depth to the Dark Phoenix saga. We mm-hmm. talked a lot about it, uh, so that'll be next week. That's um, the next X-Men movie, right? That is going to be the next X-Men movie, yeah. Is uh, Brian Singer's done, right? Yeah, he did not direct that one, so they don't have to worry about that. He was just producing it, and ah. I think his producer uh, credit has been resigned to basically like a 10 point font so they've they've agreed now that Brent Singer is a fucking creepy well they just know that there's there's too much of a shit storm around him and yeah. they're just like yeah they took his uh, producer credit off the gifted the fox you know loosely yeah. based X-Men show right um now I derailed the show there by doing some yes. some self gloss as Jerome me, calls it. I do listen to my own voice. <laughs> you, well, you have to, to edit. Yeah. And I edit the shit out of the black cast, uh-huh. and I hear my voice so much, and I do everything I can to have there be less of it, <laughs> really? have less. Um. Uh, uh. Now the funny thing would be if I went and edited this right now, and I took out the um uh, no, it wouldn't make any sense. It's helped me a lot, especially when I interview people for my podcast. Like I need to know what I sound like and get better. You know what I mean? And I'd also help the pace. Sometimes I do episodes of my podcast, you know, where I'm just like sitting in my room, yeah, just sh- talking off the cuff. I love when you freestyle. Yeah, yeah. and well, that's all written, but like, um, yeah, I guess it's not freestyle. That's not the what spoken is that? word it's stuff. Spoken word. Yeah, yeah, it's written now. I freestyle, freestyle would be all. like I have no freestyle yeah. skills. Maybe a little bit later in the episode, we'll have you and Jeff freestyle. Not I can't yet. do it. I'm bad I, at it. I have. I, I, I at a party with Jeff. <laughs> I have ciphered at a party. He's heard me. Yeah. We're just like freestyling over people. 
But here's the thing. I definitely have to have some drugs in me. To get that <laughs> okay. I tried for like 10 seconds so and I couldn't February ride February 25th. All right. We'll <laughs> freestyle rap battle. By the way, if that night goes the way I want it to, I will also freestyle. So yes. That, yeah. that would be the right. best. So listening to your own voice, uh-huh. you hear yourself telling your Tommy Wiseau stories. Yeah. And what do you take away from that story? Is there something you just completely forgot about, which was amazing, like a little detail where you're like, I'm so glad I listened to this. Um... I just and that I mean, I remember the bulk of it, but it was just like little pieces, like the bikini girl that was there for some reason, and the chickens, and like the the intricacies of the script, yeah. and like buying people cake, and be like, we'll have like pizza and cake. It's like, well, have, it'll be f- f- nice, and the contract and everything, and just like I remember sitting there and like talking to him about this contract, and just like seeing on his face like just absolute n- misunderstanding everything, like not knowing anything and like really believing like what he's saying and I'm like man he's just you know there's that degree to which everybody feels like it's the greatest act ever but you're like no he's just absolutely absolutely insane yeah and I think that the disaster artist did a great job of really portraying that yeah at least my impression it was good I thought they did I think they did a great job I got five minutes in it and I was like "Uh uh-huh 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 And the I'm first time you see two Tommy. two days with that guy, and that was enough. Yeah. Tommy in, like, the acting class. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that seems right. Mm-hmm. You know? Stella! <laughs> and I think, you know, obviously Franco's, you know, in part of the shitstorm, too. And the girls who, some of the girls who've accused him are saying, like, he's not a terrible person. We want him to apologize and make amends. So there's a degree to which, like, I wish he would own up to stuff so they could move past it. Because he did a good job, and that I thought it was a, a good movie. I think he did a good job. Yeah. And um, it's interesting, because I've seen his brother in a bunch of things. But mm-hmm. I thought his brother was great in it. I thought yeah. it was weird. Like, what are you casting your brother for? But I'm like, oh, it's actually, he's pretty good. I listened to this DGA podcast like the, from the Director's Guild, and there was an interview with him about the whole thing. And he talked for, like, an hour. I'm told, like, even fucking cool. Like, all the stories he told, like, personal stories dealing with Tommy, sound exactly like the stories that I told. Like, right. Like, they all, just because of the way that Tommy Wiseau is, is, like, all of the stories about him, like, just have the same, like, energy. And the interesting thing is <laughs> what it comes down to is you feel like he just wants people to like him. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And it's just like, I'll spend... I spent $6 million on a movie. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, that's rough. Yeah. You know, I, I think you could probably spend a lot less and people would like you. But right. I think of it from, and maybe I'm giving him too much credence here, but I think of it from this perspective where I was always, um, I go back to how I was always uh, on Tom's side in Tom and Jerry. Uh-huh. Right. I'm like, how did, like, this cat is just trying oh, to do really? its job, oh, you like dick Jerry. mouse. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt like that mouse was like, because. I felt like Jerry took it over the line when he, like, got back at Tom. Like, Tom was getting abuse from the owner. He's getting abuse from Jerry. And all this Don't forget stuff. about the dog. And the dog. And so if you look at it from Tommy's perspective, and this is just what I gleaned from the movie. I mean, I don't know him nearly as well as everybody who actually knows him. But it, was, it just seemed like he's felt like he's always been cast in this villain role, as they made very obvious, where it's like, you should be a villain. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not a villain. Yeah. And so it's like, I am you, big time Hollywood actor. I am big time hero. You've got uh, you've got like a Eastern European accent, yes. which was the. Not- I love that scene where he's like, "I'm from New Orleans." Like, just just lose the accent. He's like, "Okay." And- <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and which is like you think of like Nazism and the Soviets and all that stuff. So it's like, of course, if you came to America during the the Cold War era and you sounded like that, everyone's like, "What are you, a pinko?" Mm-hmm. Like. I get why he would have 
yeah. fought so hard against that idea. But even now, when they're doing interviews together for the movie, he's like, oh, you know, well, I grow up in Louisiana. Like, he's not trying to say he's from there anymore, but he's still sticking to that. He's not yeah. telling you where he he's did, from. He admitted he was from Eastern Europe yes, in, a, in an but, interview, but that was like as far as he would yeah. go. Wow. Transylvania, if I had to guess. And yeah. then when he, there was like, <laughs> where in Louisiana sense. are you from? He says, like, some town. Covington. I mean, like, it might not I'm be that, but it's... This yeah. town. And then he's like, oh, like, where in that town? And he's just like, Main Street. Town Street. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah, the, Covington Street. On the left side of it. It's um, on the left. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 <laughs> it's fun to revisit, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, over the years, I've actually pointed people towards that story, the Tommy yeah. Wiseau story, because Especially people... Especially the movie. Well, yeah, but, but even, like, a couple years ago, before the movie, people would find out about the room, and I'm like, oh, you have to listen to my friend Will's story. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's great that we have that asset, and yes. that I was able to finally mm. uh, that reshare it. Blat set? Oh. Right, I'll give it. No, why not? Why not? And, um... Some of the uh, other news that I took away from that podcast that you guys did together. Yes. Um, Jeff first tried weed in sixth grade. Yeah, very young. Yeah. Very young for some of this stuff. Ecstasy in eighth grade and yeah. blocked out. Uh, good for you, by you the will. way. So uh, I talk tried about heroin before I went away to prison. To, you shot up heroin? No, I smoked it. I thought it was just opium. But um, I, mean, I may have smoked some black tar heroin. In did, uh, did it feel as good as I expected to? It, it didn't. It just... I was by that point I was mixing anything I could get so my hands on. So I was just in like a constant state of like, where am I? Yeah. So, but that was the only time. Yeah, it was just a one-time deal. All right, put that on the list for February twenty-fifth. <laughs> All right, some more Black things. To I know where to get some. Good thing. I, I bet you. I do. didn't even find out it was heroin until after I was at Bad Boy School and I was like telling somebody about it. They're like, Yeah, no, that was heroin. Oh, and I was shit. like, Oh, I don't that like sense. now that there's dispensaries. Like it's obvious where you can go to get weed, but like I wouldn't know who to talk to to get like cocaine. Like, I guess... Oh, like, really? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you, like, work in, like, show business. Cause... I've never been... I've never seen anyone do cocaine, ever. I've oh. been to a lot of... Not, like, high... Like, high so, all right, parties, February 25th. You actually in... probably have seen people do cocaine and uh, didn't realize But it's, it. like, off of, like, a key or like a fingernail or... Yeah. Because, like, it's not always like the movies. First of all... Where it's, like, on the like, glass piano. When you lay it out... Just now, when I yeah. did that, I could have been doing cocaine. But you wouldn't. Oh, but when they, like, lay it out in the movie... That's what you're doing over in the corner every when time. When they lay it out in the movie and it's multiple lines, yeah. like, that is several hundreds of dollars worth of cocaine. Right. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like, hey, everybody, come on over to the table. No. Most people are like, I have my little tiny, teeny, tiny Bit fucking of vial of cocaine, yeah. and I will stab you if you get anywhere near it. You know what? I had a... It was a really, like, sadly, like, dark, but kind of, like, strange experience where I was... A friend of mine had passed away from breast cancer. She was very, she was in her thirties, too young, and we went to her memorial. Um, and then the friends that I carpooled with the memorial, who like we were in the group of friends together, on the drive back, while we're on this like boat for the memorial because it like goes around the harbor, she's texting her dealer. And on the way back from the memorial, we pull off to the side of the road so she can get coke yeah. from her dealer. And I was like, we were just yeah. at our friends. Who oh, died? It's, it's it's real. I mean, I'm sure that doesn't surprise Jeff. And her Jeff. and her boyfriend were like so excited, and I was like sitting in the back of the car, like, "What the fuck is going on?" Also, I don't want to be part of this if you guys fucking get in trouble. Like, yeah. I'm just sitting back here. What? Like, do you guys have a second? And I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. I know that it's not like in question here, but cocaine is the dumbest drug. It is, I honestly never got it. I don't understand why people love it so much. I think it's stupid. It doesn't. It lasts for no time. Yeah. It costs shitloads of money. Right. You can literally put 
a almost free ingredient called baking soda in it and make crack, which right. is infinitely more powerful if you're just looking to get super fucking high. Yeah. So crack and is does crack last longer than cocaine? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. I just thought it was shorter that that, that was I'm pretty the, sure crack crack okay. lasts longer because it's essentially like by turning it into a crystalline form, you're you're changing the chemical compound so that when you smoke it, it just like fucks your whole system up. Yeah. Drugs are crazy. Look how we yeah. always talk about drugs on yeah. the show. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm uh, like, no. I, the best part was I mentioned Yosap uh, in that yeah. last episode. That was something I got sent to after I got caught with weed in eighth grade that wasn't even mine. It was like that legitimate story you, you were always just say. Holding like, it. I was just holding it for a friend, but I was actually <laughs> just 100% holding, holding it for my friend. <laughs> my friend Evan brought had bought a, a pipe and some weed and he had it in school and he was in the bathroom showing people. This is eighth grade. He's like, look, look, look. And I was, like, I was like, are you fucking stupid? And I always had this uh, little um, lunchbox that I would bring sodas in for lunch. Like I kept a little uh, ice pack in it and I'd have two fresh sodas for my lunch every day. So Did I had, you have any food or just sodas? I, I mean, I'd, I'd buy food. Oh, okay. Thing, I, 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 I was like, fascinated that you were on the soda of like diet. Spending <laughs> 75 cents or like a dollar to yeah, buy fuck it that. at the thing. I was yeah, like, like, I'll bring my own fucking soda in. I'll go down to fucking Stop and Shop and buy a whole fucking crate exactly. of them. My God, I got all the fucking crushes here. Okay. <laughs> I got fucking Great. orange crush. Orange. I got fucking purple crush. Fucking balls. <laughs> uh, no. And so I, I stick his piping thing in my little, like, bright yellow lunchbox and throw it in my locker. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm putting this away. Last period of the day, I get called out to the principal's office and I get in there and fucking Evan is in there. Oh, and uh, obviously has ratted me out, which is like, at this point, I didn't really get mad at him, but it's one of those things where I'm like, Evan, you are such a fucking pussy. <laughs> because they didn't have anything on him. They just told him they had stuff on him and he cracked and gave them everything they needed to actually get him in trouble. Some other kid had ratted him out who had been in that bathroom originally, didn't know who I was, knew who he was, called him out to the principal's office, but they didn't have anything on him because I had the actual shit right. still hidden away in my locker. Right. So then they bring him into the office and are like, we already got you. You have to tell us who has it and where it is. Otherwise, like we're going to do all this stuff. So he gives my name up. And it's like, Evan, you dumb, dumb piece of shit. You hadn't said anything. They couldn't have gotten you in trouble because yeah. you didn't have anything on you. Right. And that I would have left in 45 minutes when school was over yeah. and we would have both been home free instead get suspended for like nine days I had to go to this youth offender substance abuse program that's what YOSAP stands for oh. and it was basically like kids oh. in high school or junior high who had gotten busted for something and you sat in this room like once a week um, and they, sh they just talked about drugs but basically all I learned was how not to get ripped off and heard a bunch of stories glorifying drugs and how to use them. I didn't learn anything about not using drugs. No, you learned how to get away with it For, and how to... Because it was yeah. all like 18, 19-year-olds and then little like 13, 14-year-old me. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, and uh, don't buy ecstasy that looks like this. That's fake. And if you do this, do that thing. And I was like, hmm, good to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not helping me. <laughs> but helped you in the long <laughs> run. Yeah. Uh, so there was obviously a lot of drug talk in the last episode. Yeah. I enjoyed hearing Will uh, being super high in a tent. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that, that I don't have a lot of uh, fun drug stories. They're mostly really boring. Uh, and I forget what I've told on the podcast before, so I'll just sort of kind of more bullet points or anything. But it reminded me of a couple that I was – had I been in the room, uh, I – 
the room, the best movie ever. Come see. No, I would have told some of these stories. The first, and I can't believe that it's a story that took place just about 20 years ago, Ooh. right after I graduated college. Uh, some friends and I, we uh, we rented a house in Martha's Vineyard, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, down on the fucking vineyard. On the Cape? No, on the vineyard. Well, the vineyard's on uh, the Cape. Uh, after the Cape. Cape. You fucking get on the ferry and then you end up in the vineyard. <laughs> you, you, get, you better be a ferry if you're on the Cape. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Got a Cape that's why I, ferry. That's why I went to the vineyard. So we, we rented a house the and my friend Tom, who I'll give his name out, I don't give a shit. I have another story I won't give my friend's name out because he works for the government. But uh, my friend Tom, uh, he brought a ton of weed and he wanted to make pot brownies. I'm like, great, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that uh, one afternoon. And he makes pot brownies. And this guy smoked a lot of weed, like a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. And by smoked, I mean still does. And it was so much that it, you know he probably uh, had, a, had a little bit of a heavy hand when he was making the brownies. But I'm eating the brownies and I'm like, well, I don't fucking feel anything. I'm going to go ahead and eat another brownie. Yeah. Wow, these are really good. So I actually don't know how much brownie I had. But I do know that what happened is that night when we went out to dinner, an early dinner, like around 6, yeah. that I was like, uh, uh, here's my credit card. Pay for my dinner. I have to go lay down in the car. And I fell asleep in the car. We went back to the house. I did wake up and get out of the car. And I laid down on my bed. I remember it was uh, 8.05 p.m., when I woke up, it was 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> and if you know me, I don't sleep for more than a couple hours at a stretch. I go wake up, and I don't know, I, I'm not a deep sleeper. But so that should have been my first lesson of, oh, hey, when you're eating it, don't have a lot. Yeah. Be really careful about what you're having. Yeah. And, you know, the, the times that I've smoked weed, it's not, it's not that many. They're usually not that interesting. Just funny conversations that we had. And, oh, my God, we... You know, listen to Dark Sword of the Moon and watched the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Nothing crazy, which maybe sounds crazy, but it's awesome. <laughs> anyway, Jeff's like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> because when you hear the clocks, it's right when it turns into color. And that's true. I remember that that's yeah. what it is. Anyway, uh, and so I mostly, uh, every once in a while, and by every once in a while, I mean like maybe not even once a year, I, I would smoke weed. But then sometimes, you know, the edibles would come out. It's a little bit more common now with the marijuana card. So I went with a friend of mine from college who was also on this trip, who I will not name. We went to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. And he's like, oh, you know, I brought some shit that I was going to eat beforehand. I'm like... Oh, hey, that sounds like fun. Great idea. You, you know, know what, what this paranoia-inducing yeah. thing will do? Way, make do you, this better. Yeah, I'm like, that sounds like fun. Do you know what it wasn't? Fun. <laughs> because it was like everything, like just lifting my foot was like... It was like, and my feet are so heavy. And then I'm like, oh, I'm starving. I'm going to eat a churro. And every crunch of the churro, it was like... Oh, it's so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't stop eating it, but I hate the sound it's making. Yeah. And, I, you know, and then it's like, oh, fuck you, zombies. I, you know, it's like, it's a leaf blower. It's not a chainsaw. Fuck off, all right? I'm just trying to, just trying to walk to the other end, all right? And we went on the Transformers ride, and I was so excited to go on the Transformers ride. I don't even remember what happened. It's great. I remember it being good, but... I like it. Eh, so I need to go back and, you know, take my kids so I'm less likely to get high. Take your kids to horror nights? And so that was when I was like, okay, I think edibles aren't for me. And then I have the occasion where edibles... I, I haven't done edibles since um, my wife's 30th birthday. And uh, we'd gotten them from a friend who oh. also um, partakes uh, rather um, liberally. Yeah. And uh, we ate a little bit. And I was like, well, maybe a little bit more. 
And um, I had to tell my wife to go to the surprise brunch the next morning with her friend who mm-hmm. didn't know, she didn't know was going to be there. Because I, I just, I couldn't leave, I, I could not walk out of the hotel. I, yeah. I could not do it. And I constantly just was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up every one of my intestines. Oh. You know, it's just like everything, it's just this awful feeling. Thank you. And it was just this terrible, ter- terrible, terrible feeling. Oh, that's terrible. And I, I just, I couldn't. And uh, so I, I missed the brunch. Eventually we drive home. Knucklehead. And all of a sudden, uh, traffic is bad. It is stop and go. And I throw up all over the car. Oh. All over the it was bad, too. That's rough. And I was just like, all right. So I'm You were car- driving. Uh, no, she was driving because oh. I didn't feel good. So, that, yeah. You had to pull so, over. Yeah. And it was, Happy birthday. Did it stink? Uh, yeah. Oh, um, and uh, the, you know, the car's never really been the same since. Uh, but uh, so that's when I was like, all right, I'm, you know, what? I'm a grown ass man. I, yeah. I don't need to be eating my weed. I don't. I, I've. I don't. <laughs> I have to think if I've even done weed since then. I'm gonna inject it like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, Just yeah. In, into my taint, right? That's, yeah. That's where mm-hmm. it goes. Directly yeah. into the. Taint. Directly into the taint. <laughs> that's how you so th- those are just you know, my, mine are more of the oh why I don't do drugs a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because now, as I've talked about, I, I barely drink. Because uh, I'm always tired, uh-huh. I, I can't I I can't lose any edge that I have. I have right. to be ready in case you know one kid is sick or both kids are sick, as is uh, constantly sort of an alternating. Kind of like Batman, forth. you got to be. Yeah, well, Batman. Aware at all I'm times. a lot like Batman in so many ways. Yeah. Um, Without the gay child lover. I did. I, I said nothing of the sort. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know why. Why must you hurt? Me? Robbing <laughs> him of his innocence. Hey. So, I, I, yeah, so it's just like, you know, I, I, I like to, you know, have like, a, have like a beer once in a while, but I very rarely drink. And uh, so, yeah, so just uh, getting high hasn't, hasn't really happened in a while. Will you partake in marijuana on this debaucherous Hermosa? night out? I like getting drunk more than I like smoking I was going to say, I don't so think I'm I can gonna, blend the two. I, I'm going to drink. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then I'll probably throw up on one of you. So get ready for that. Uh, because I don't, you know, because I'm like losing my edge. I don't drink as much. I and think what he just I'm, said is to slip him an ecstasy. Well, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Wait, this is me talking. Let's do some Molly together. Oh fuck! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as much as like, as much as that is a joke. That would probably be one of the most fascinating like it would conversations be. or videos that we could ever make. Well, I do, I do have a whole video set up that we could do. Uh, so, all right, so all right, so birthday list. Uh, yeah. Heather, can I do Molly with the guys <laughs> on the podcast? And she's like, "Who the fuck is Molly?" And I'll be like, "You know Molly." Um, but in our in our final uh, moments here on this installment of the podcast, I uh, wanted to sort of talk about how. My New Year's Eve was very different mm. from yours. Um, I did post this on Instagram for those who follow me, but uh, I thought it's worth sharing here on the Blackcast that I, I wanted to let my single, unmarried, or people who just aren't parents yet, just a little glimpse from what n- the New Year's Eve of the future can be for you. Mm. I spent the final hours, I literally spent two hours towards the end of 2017 uh, dr- running around, scouring the shelves at one CVS, a Rite Aid, two Targets, two Walgreens, one of which that was closed, a Walmart, just to find something called the Windy. Yes. Which is a little device that you very gently, uh-huh. it's a little plastic piece, you put in your baby's 
rectum. Sure. So that they can finally pass gas because they're having so much trouble. Oh. And it was uh, it was worth the two hours of running around it just was? to have her not be that upset anymore. Yeah. Um, don't use that product recre- recreationally. Okay. Because it's very effective, and it even says on the box that uh, it could get messy. Um, well, and sometimes. Did you try it for yourself? No. No, 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 no. I'm saying, saying, only use it on your kids. Oh. Um, I don't know. I guess if Dave the dog is constipated, you you might think about it. But he would not let me get back there. He, he wouldn't? No. One time he had a little, like, not infection. A little blockage? But, uh, he, had a, he had something going on back there, and uh, they, had to, they had to put him under just so they could examine him. Because he was like, you're not fucking touching my butt, lady. Even with a muzzle. Like, he was so all over the place, like, they couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. So... That's what New Year's Eve was for me. You know, we got home and uh, I ended up watching because I had seen on the East Coast. I ended up watching the uh, the West Coast feed of Steve Harvey's New Year's Eve because <laughs> I found that my friend and boss uh, Kevin Undergaro was getting married to uh, Marie Menounos, and yes. here we are at AfterBuzz as we record this. So they're the you know the uh, they're the godparents of AfterBuzz TV, yeah. and I'm like, well, they're getting married on TV. That's good because um, I don't much care for Ryan Seacrest. It's crazy that Ryan Seacrest hosts a show that's called Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's so when weird to me. When you consider that both Dick Clark and Rock and Roll died like 20 years ago. Whoa, come on. What? What? Dick Clark's still alive. Everyone knows that. <laughs> sure. He's hiding out with Elvis in Vegas. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, um, let's just say it was a subdued uh, <laughs> affair. I think New Steve Harvey's New Year Tells everyone everything they need to know. But you need to the see the Windy yeah. and Steve Harvey's yeah. New Year. But I would not. I would not have watched Steve Harvey's New Year if Kevin and Maria weren't getting married on it. Okay. I probably would have watched Ashton Kutcher. No, not Ashton Kutcher. Who's the guy? Uh, Anderson Cooper, same guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> they were both married to Demi Moore, right? Kind of. Uh, or no, no, Roger Moore. But anyway, I think uh, yeah, I would have watched him on CNN because that sort of. Uh, an old man tactic that I would do is I would watch the New Year's Eve countdown on CNN uh-huh. because they do the countdown to 9 o'clock Pacific oh, yeah. and I felt like I saw it so I could go to bed at any time after yeah. 9 o'clock you know what like we pretty much made it it's fine yeah, you yeah. Go to it's like I did Happy New Year yeah. so yeah um, but uh, yeah it, so that, it, it was it was uneventful and you know Felix was sick on Christmas I, I've told you guys about that so that took away a little bit of the magic yeah. because uh, Heather's parents and her sister came over to the house. We did Christmas at our house. And look, there's a lot of gift giving. There were presents everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Felix was very upset. He's like, I don't like presents. I don't like Christmas. You know, all things that he'll take did back. Did you record point. all of that so you could play it for him I and be like, this is why you're not getting anything? Uh, he only wanted to be around me. He didn't want to be around any people. Those are some of his favorite people. He loves his grandparents. He loves Heather's sister. He only wanted to be around me. Okay. He would see that there were presents stacked in the corner in front of some of his bins of toys. And, of course, those were the toys that he wanted. They were over on his table, and he wanted to color at his table. So he only wanted to get to where he knew he couldn't get. Yeah. And I was just like, you're so sick right now. I'm going to let you watch every goddamn Daniel Tiger video that we can find. <laughs> Thank God for Amazon Prime. The whole series is on there. Great. So uh, we'll, let, we'll let him start hosting an after show here at After Buzz about Daniel, Daniel Tiger. Tiger show. He has some favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jason Blair is the only person that I know who listens to the podcast who can relate. But uh, 
Apparently the one where Daniel and Prince Wednesday make lemonade, and then in the second half of the episode, he goes to the beach with Miss Elaine. Apparently that's a really good one, oh. so make sure you show that to the nominated triplets. for a daytime Emmy. Uh, it probably was. Yeah. I he mean, Daniel Tiger's probably got a daytime Emmy. He made lemonade with some lady. Are you sure this isn't the uh, Trump video that's hidden somewhere? <laughs> the one the one that we keep hearing. <laughs> I want uh, you to pee on Mr. Rogers' bed, okay? <laughs> okay. Pee all over it. So, yeah, um... It's uh, just a nice reminder that people who are young and vibrant can still have fun, even though, you know, maybe... And look, Listen, it, I spent my New Year's in a panic. You did. <laughs> and then the day after was just hellish. It, it sounded so like sluggish it. and sad. Yeah, but now, now, you're, now you're good? I'm pretty good. Yeah. And uh, the final thing we'll talk about here is how Will and I are actually working together on something that is not the Black Cast. That's correct. And I think most people that listen to this podcast probably know at this point. Yeah, I think so. About... Red Circle Sports Correct. on Podcast One, yeah. hosted by Dennis Miller. That's right. Um, that I am apparently I'm apparently the co-host on. Yes, you which, are. Which uh, the, <laughs> the day of the first show is when I found that out. I was happy to do it. Happy yeah. to be asked. Yeah, it was honored to be asked. You are um, the co-host. It's a good thing that you validate for parking, uh-huh. because otherwise I'd be in the hole from doing this podcast, like substantially. I mean, it's you're like still 14... paying, you're still losing time and gas. Nah, my time is. Is really not that valuable. I'll pay you in hugs. I've done and two. Lucy has plenty of gas. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That's a great. Just put that and windy in the. I have two. Thing. I look. I've found the time over five years to do two hundred and sixty-two episodes of the podcast. Clearly, my time is not valuable. So don't worry about that <laughs> uh, part. Two sixty-one. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, You've done one last to be fair, episode. I did edit that episode. I took out some oh, of it. Right. And does um, that mean that we're in more of the black cast not, than you no, are? No, because it's impossible. It's not possible because I've done, I know. I've done many episodes without either of you. I know. I've no. I've been but we're not. No, I, I said without either of you. I said without either of you. For quite a few. Yeah, but that was 2017. I think 2018 is the year of Will on the Black Cast, mm. a little bit more. Okay. And uh, as I said, next week I'm going to talk about the Dark Phoenix saga with my friend Brad. Yeah. But in two weeks, we'll be back for some more Black Cast with someone who also is not on the Black Cast nearly enough. Uh. Our friend Coltrane is going to join us, and we're going to talk about... Uh, some of the th- more interesting stories in the news. Yes. Uh, no need to comment now. We touched briefly on James Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't talked about Aziz Ansari. I do want to talk about mm-hmm. that. And uh, just a lot of other things like that. But then also, you know, crazy bitches uh, in prison. You said this is the year of me being a lot more black Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be on that one. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Don't worry. It's all right. <laughs> But until until that's two weeks, so you know, look, I get it. Not everybody wants to hear it. January twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. Yeah, we haven't said that nearly Thursday. enough. Thursday, Thursday, coming at you live. Thursday, coming at you. So uh, that's what I told you. My favorite part of we built this city on rock and roll is the like at the end the guy's like beautiful day outside sunny Santa, Santa Monica Pier yeah. bumping up traffic going down the I ten it's uh, playing the greatest hits like whoever that fucking guy yeah. is at the end of that song I love that part love that guy that's I mean look it's a great song yeah but we don't have time to talk about it anymore so uh, for me <laughs> Christian Black at Christian DMZ and don't forget you can follow at Blackcast B L A D T C A S T and like the Blackcast on Facebook Blackcast.com at Will Sterling underscore and just go through how people can find the Motivation Report. MotivationReport.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and, and uh, yeah. So Captain BLT, I got that wrong? <laughs> yeah. It's DMT? Yeah. Are you are you DMX? <laughs> Captain DMX? 
I just love when a Christian bring his whole crew just give me a bigger piece of cake <laughs> to the whole crew. Uh, oh, oh. And at Jeff Duray, and uh, we still got like retweet liked. Got nine and a half years <laughs> for the Jeff. Jeff cast, yeah, still the building. EO cast, still uh, I mean, I think we just got the prelude last week, right? Yeah, I think we did. I think we know what that podcast is going to be about. Uh, <laughs> it just so, sounds with Jeff like you're about to enter a mind experience. <laughs> so, it's like a light show somehow. It's gonna be awesome. Just well, a blatant rip off of the Joe Rogan experience. That's not <laughs> but we will see you all next time on the Blackcast, and this is Starship. Into guitars. Sunny Saturday, and I'm seeing that bumper to bumper traffic. Don't you remember? It's your favorite radio station in your favorite radio city, the city by the bay, the city that rocks, the city that never sleeps. I'm calling, blaze the